Hello, my minions, and this is Dr. Quackers, and I would like to talk to you about today's sponsor, Viking Fitness. Viking Fitness is currently running a sale for his online training camp. It's a 10-week program for only $100. That's $10 a week to help yourself become a better you. Whether you are wanting some help getting that summer bod or starting a journey of renewal, Viking Fitness will help you. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com and click contact. Use code word DUCK to receive an additional discount. Also, go to Todd Norseman on Facebook. Thank you and have a good day. Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Ant-Man, the last film in the second phase of the MCU. And it does end with a decent movie. I think most of the second phase is pretty meh. The memorable films for this phase are Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain America the Winter Soldier. Don't get me wrong, uh, I would give this movie third place. It's not bad, but it's not the most memorable comic book film out there. The best part of this movie for sure are the side characters, Scott Lang's, Scott Lang's friends. They're funny, and are one of the few things that feel distinct from other Marvel films. The way Michael Piana's character will tell stories is a great way of giving information to the audience. Like, kind of, it, it, it kind of seems like a joke on, like, when an audience member explains the movies to someone else who hasn't seen it. It's really funny, I like it a lot. And uh, he's definitely the most memorable character in this movie besides Paul Rudd. So, yeah. Yeah, I like them a lot. I think they're funny as shit. The pretty much only times I really laughed out loud at this movie are at Scott Lang's friends. There's a whole bunch of jokes in this movie. I mean, it's pretty typical for the Marvel movies, um, but pretty much from them. I do like Paul Rudd, but they 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 got the biggest laughs for me. Paul Rudd is one of my favorite cast members in the MCU because he brings life to a character that otherwise just feels bland compared to other big members of the long-running series. I'm also glad that they went with Scott Lang's Ant-Man over Hank Pym because I don't really like Hank Pym. He's kind of an asshole in the comics, and he has always been one of my least favorite characters when I've read comics with him in it. Now, I'm no expert on the character. I read way more DC than Marvel. Uh, the Marvel I mainly read are Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and Daredevil. So, I've never been a big fan of him, and I've pretty much only read Ant-Man in like, big ensemble comics, like Avengers, or when he's appeared in other comics. So, yeah. I'm just not a big fan of him. He's kind of a prick. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, his, he's one of the few notorious superheroes, kind of, that's ever hit his wife, who's the Wasp. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of him, so I'm kind of glad they went with the second iteration of Ant-Man. I don't know that much about Scott Lang, but I know that, obviously, other, other than what they tell you in the movie, I don't know a whole lot more than the information they give you. So, I think that's why I was more open to this version over Hank, because I know a lot about a decent amount of Hank, and I'm like, nah, not my character. The special effects are pretty cool, especially since the movie is heavily reliant on it. The character is tiny most of the movie, so everything is big and the movie takes place in places like an anthill. So having, it's it's funny and then you don't think about everything until you put it in perspective in terms of size and like little things become huge things like uh, the ending fight scene when they fight on Thomas the Tank Engine. Little things like that. I think they understood the humor of Ant-Man a whole lot and they, that's kind of why Ant-Man's a bit of a butt of a joke. But um, I actually really like it. I like the, the size comparisons. It's actually one of my favorite uh, third act fight scenes in the MCU. Because it's just fucking goofy. And I like it. I like the Thomas the Tank Engine fight. It's funny as shit. So, yeah. 
Most of the special effects still are, still look pretty good, but the villain looks goofy to me. He just doesn't look like he's really there when he's in the suit, like the yellow jacket suit. It's just fucking goofy. I don't know, man. It wasn't just me. Like I, I, I watched this was with my brother. I was like, doesn't he look kind of goofy? And he was, he also kind of agreed. So I don't know what it was specifically about him, but he just he looks he doesn't look like he's there. If that makes sense. The Yellow Jacket is still one of those MCU villains that are just, eh. He's a villain, and he exists. I would say he's better than Ronan the Accuser and the Mandarin from this, from this uh, phase of the movies, but he's still not a good villain. He's pretty, eh. And I I wasn't like, oh, wow, he died? Because, like, in every... I, there's very few villains that survive their first appearance... And I think that's part of what hampers the character. There's no build-up. All of a sudden, there's a villain, and the villain's dead. And I'm like, okay, neat. Which is why characters like Loki and Thanos are way more interesting than the rest of the villains. So, yeah. The performance isn't bad. The character just isn't well-written. That's something Marvel just can't do consistently. Thanos and Loki, like I just said, are still the best villains in the MCU. Um, yeah. It's so, so far... Marvel still can't seem to get that in Phase 4 either. So, hooray! Hopefully that changes soon. Hank Pym is more of a mentor in this movie instead of being the hero, which is much more of much more what I liked earlier. Um, his daughter, Hope, who ends up being the Wasp, also takes a bit of a teacher role in this movie, helping her father train Scott and being able to be Ant-Man. Scott being expendable, which is why they recruit him to be the guy to risk his life for the mission. Yeah, um, I, I like Scott. I actually think he has a character arc I like. Instead of It doesn't just feel like every other character in Marvel, because, I mean, one of the critiques is that a lot of the characters seem to just be kind of reskins of previous ones. Like, the first Doctor Strange film just kind of feels like if Iron Man was a wizard. It's kind of the same, kind of the same shit, which is fine. I like Doctor Strange, don't get me wrong, but... Yeah, this one feels a lot more distinct. He's an at, he's a, he's a criminal. He gets out of prison. He's trying to turn his life around. He's got a daughter who he's trying to see him get getting her life a whole lot more. Um, the daughter doesn't really know about his whole dealings and everything. So you actually kind of feel for Scott. You want Scott to do well because Paul Rudd brings that likability to the character. Because who doesn't like Paul Rudd? So yeah, it's a it's a fun cutesy movie. I wouldn't call it a great movie it's it's a it's definitely one of the better comic book movies out there in my opinion compared to the other ones that came out around this time so i give this movie a seven out of ten i think it's good i think it has elements i like a lot i think this is one of the few marvel movies that can still consistently make me laugh when i watch it now that might one of my helpers i've only seen this movie like two or three times so maybe that's why i like this movie say them other repeats that i've watched of, of other mcu films so yeah seven out of ten well i hope you enjoyed this review if you did i have reviewed a whole bunch of other marvel uh mcu films and comic book movies in general even ones that aren't part of the mcu so if you want to check that out it's highly appreciated also i reviewed a whole bunch of other shit so if you're hearing me talk about random shit about random movies I appreciate it. Also, drop a follow whenever app you're streaming through. That way you get a little notification next time I go post a review. So, thank you, and have a good fucking day.